right. You know what I like to say? You could be able to poo when you're 80 years old. That, okay. <laughs> so you could squat down and get up on your own. Question, though. What happens at 81? All right. Then I would say when I want to get to 90. <laughs> all right. That's what happens. I say, I say, don't put, uh, don't put an age on it. Don't put an end on it. We, we right, want, gotcha. we want to be able to, as, as Tony is saying, we want to be able to properly squat. Yep. Um, without you know, assistance. Without assistance, um, on our own, forever and ever and ever. You are listening to Apache Fit Radio, a health and fitness resource for everyone. We exist to share helpful, meaningful information and have fun while doing so. Get ready to learn something new about living your best life. And welcome back to Apache Fit Radio. This is Mike. What's going on, world? It's Tony. Tony, it looks like you're vibing over there, man. What's going on over there? Always. It's it's nighttime. It's the right time. Uh, I'm already thinking about tomorrow. Yeah, what's going on tomorrow? Tomorrow we got. Uh, I'm actually going to travel into the city for work. Okay. We've been doing this once every two weeks, Jimmy Jam, which has been nice. Uh, and uh, see the troops and uh, thinking about the workout tomorrow morning in the garage and uh, go from there. Fun. What time you? Uh, what time you get out of the house for uh, for when you when you head into the city? Everything is a science, my friend. All right, uh-huh. everything has to be a science. So I, I have to leave to get the seven o'clock bus. I leave uh, Casa de Pino at no later than about six thirty-five. Okay. Because the issue I've run into is that now with this now post-pandemic, the bus sometimes gets there earlier, and huh. it can leave. A couple of minutes early if they want. Uh, so pre-pandemic, it always would leave on time, get there on time. Uh, so it, it's left at six fifty-five. So I got to make sure I give a little, little, little room. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's fun. So what time does the workout start tomorrow morning? Tomorrow morning we will be oh five thirty. We'll probably start. Okay, that seems late to get out of the house then at 6.35. Well, it's the old Wadapalooza one. Oh, so just uh, a, so a one and done tomorrow. So just one and done, yeah. So warm up and then one and done. Gotcha, gotcha. Trying to uh, qualify for the elite level, uh, men 65 and over, right? Uh, yes, minus 25 years, but okay. uh, uh, the young bucks of 40 to 44. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's fun. And then that uh, water pools is what, in January? Yeah, Jan. Jan. Awesome. Awesome. So yeah. five workouts um, done by this weekend, right? Correct. I've done four of them already. How's it going so far? Uh, so far, um, I'm happy with most of them. I'm going to um, redoing the majority of them Thursday and Friday. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, got things to take away and how to strategize a little bit better and uh, little things here and there. So, uh, but pretty happy actually. So much fitness. What was your favorite workout so far from that little uh, cluster of workouts? 
so far, I would say, and it wasn't the most strenuous one by any stretch. It was the handstand walk, just because I can do it now. <laughs> what was that exactly? What was that working? It was clean and jerk, weights up to you, uh, 50 foot handstand walk, 25 down, 25 back. Wait, clean so one jerk. clean and jerk? Yeah, well, five, I think it's five or six different clean and jerks. You could, I think it's five. Uh, and your score is a total weight. So gotcha. you determine what the uh, clean and jerk weight is. And then uh, uh, five trips of uh, 50 feet. Gotcha. What weight did you decide on? So I went 265, or excuse me, 245 to start, then 225, 225. And I know I could get more. But my, my issue was, so I did it at Apache. And early in the morning one day, and I went width instead of length. So what ended up happening was when I would go down, the rig was fine because you could kick up there. But on the other side, you get close to the dumbbells yeah. and, the, and the shelf. So, so I kind of had, had to like eke my way into it to make sure that I had my hands behind. So I will go length and give myself a little bit more room next time. Good idea. Yeah. So that sounds like a, uh, a daunting workout, some heavy clean and jerks and, mm-hmm. uh, and handstand walks. Obviously, some people listening are going to be like, hey, I can't do that. I, uh, <laughs> you know, like my uh, shoulder doesn't want me to clean a barbell overhead and I certainly can't walk on my hands or something, you know, somebody, mm-hmm. somebody yep. has something. Certainly not that weight if, uh, if, people, uh, if people can do a clean and jerk, maybe not that weight. Maybe not that amount of distance for uh, for that handstand walking. So we scale workouts, right? Why do we scale workouts? Scale workouts just so that everyone can uh, get a good workout, uh, reach some sort of intensity, and finish in a one of the time domain or in a prescribed time domain that we have for that workout. Yeah, for sure. We scale yeah. all workouts uh, at, at Apache or at CrossFit um, to preserve the intended stimulus or stimuli depending on you know if we're talking about multiple workouts no matter what the limitations are um so that could be experience like hey i've 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 not done these movements okay let's let's scale back change it up maybe it's uh an injury like i mentioned somebody's shoulder is a little uh tweaked from uh you know from a mountain biking incident or something uh maybe it's yeah it's just range of motion uh issue it could be surgery. I mean, we get a lot of we get a lot of athletes that come in or members that come in and just say, "Hey, listen, I just had surgery five months ago, and yeah. it's still not there." We got you. Don't worry. Yeah, we got you. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that workout or any workout for that matter that that is properly scaled. We use that word "scaled" a lot, and 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 again, you know, we've said this in, in past episodes. Scaled isn't a bad thing. Um, mm-hmm. We've all scaled and, and had to scale workouts and did so um, in order to get the the, the, the proper stimulus, yep. like, you, like you mentioned before. So a, a good scaled workout, a properly scaled workout, it, it's going to maximize that intensity um, for each and every person. Like I said, load, speed, range of motion, whatever it is, to continue to develop um, fitness, you know, increase work capacity across broad time and motor means to increase your fitness, despite whatever your limitations are. So sure, the goal 
is to get to that prescribed weight or that prescribed distance or that prescribed workout, whatever that is. But in the meantime, the goal of, of, of scaling is to, you know, have the ability to get to that point. Yeah. And I think for the outsider that doesn't know about what CrossFit is and uh, they have that preconceived connotation of what CrossFit is and, and they think that it's only a certain movement and it has to be a certain weight. Um, but that's not the case. Uh, you know, piggybacking off of what you just said, it's how are you supposed to get your best workout? Uh, and there are times when, listen, I'll scale. If the weight is too heavy, if it's a, if it's a rest day or you're just looking to get a sweat on or you're like you just said, you, know, you tweak something from doing something else and you want to still move and you want to still get that workout in and, and break that sweat and you know hit that heart rate, there are going to be times that you just need to do that where it's it could be 100 pounds is the RX weight. But you're going to get a better workout at 60 pounds because you're going to go harder. And to me, that's always what the beauty of uh, of what this sport is all about. It, it doesn't matter if you are uh, Matt Frazier or you know Annie Sigmund's daughter, um, Sigmund's daughter, or Joe Schmo. You're still going to push yourself to the to the best of your ability, uh, no matter what the weight is, and you're still going to get a great workout, uh, even if it's scaled. Yeah. For sure. We're going to, well, obviously, you know, within the, the CrossFit, there is a science behind this stuff. So we're going to talk about a few different um, stimuli that we, that we look at first. Um, and, and you kind of just mentioned a little bit of it. First would be time domain, right? So looking at that desired metabolic pathway. So we've got that, um, you know, one, one of our models within CrossFit, you've got the, the, the phosphocreatine, uh, which is very short duration um, metabolic pathway. So think of uh, just doing a, a heavy deadlift, right? That's going to be our that metabolic system working. Whereas the next one would be glycolytic, which is slightly longer in uh, in time, right? That could be maybe maybe it's forty five seconds, maybe it's a couple minutes. That depends on the person. And then the oxidative, um, which is longer durations, right? A couple minutes and on, and, and that can go on and on and on and on and on. And people think of that as like aerobic, like, uh, you know, long cardio efforts, right? So we have all those things like longer workouts. They're going to demand that, that oxidative one, the shorter ones require one of the other two that we mentioned. Um, so if, if you have some sort of, uh, heavy load, right? that's going to slow us down. All right. You following me? I'm with you. I'm following you, brother. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm, so that's going to be maybe, maybe a mix of like metabolic pathways. So when we think about time domains for things, even within a workout, we can, we can break things up. So classic, like, um, you know, something where we have something heavy, um, like you just mentioned a, uh, uh, heavy clean and jerk, um, and say we've got a few reps of those to do, and then something more like cardio based. So say it's it's uh, it's running or something like that. Yep. Um, but it's you know it's it's still a short distance. Um, that is going to slow us down. You might be like, hey, I'm a great runner, but then it's like, oh, that that uh, that clean and jerk is is really going to mess me up. So what do we do? We scale. 
<laughs> we <scared. laughs> of course. Um, now, obviously, there's a there's a couple things to think about. What's the original intent of that workout? Is the intent of of that workout to be kind of sitting in in one of those first two pathways and and just be like, all right, this is heavy. Well, if it's heavier, then we're not really gonna scale the load to the point where the person is working so quickly that they're kind of just staying in that in that kind of middle pathway. You know what I'm saying? Yep. They're going to we're gonna to wanna to like keep it pretty heavy where it's like, okay, you know, Tony, the deadlift is four oh five and he's got a or I'm sorry, the clean and jerk is is uh, you know, three hundred pounds or something like that. Something crazy. It's like, all right, he can do that, but it's gonna slow him down a lot. Like you're you're not doing doubles on that, right? Mm-mm. Not no, doing I'm not triples. doing oh god no. All right, say it's two seventy five, whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Um that's gonna that's gonna slow you down and you're gonna have to like be like, all right, I'm I'm here, I'm I'm doing this. Whereas if it was a hundred and fifteen pound bar, you could move that all day. You know, you're not you're not even letting go of that thing. So that's something we have to look at. What is the initial stimulus of that workout? We have to say, okay, well, it's got this heavy part in it. So we don't want to make it super light for everybody. We really wanna we really wanna challenge everybody. Wanna find that sweet spot. Got to find that sweet spot. Gotcha. And then the, 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 the running part, it's like, okay, well, we want that run to be, you know, say it's um, 100 meters or something. We want that to be under 30 seconds or something. Maybe not, you know, everybody's not there. Everybody can't, uh, can't run that distance that fast. So maybe we shorten it a little bit. Mm-hmm. We want them to be in that, in that specific time domain. That is 100% the truth. Um, everything you just said in regards to that, it's, it's proper. And for those that may not be aware, it's, it, we don't come up with, Hey, we want you to run 75, uh, meters as opposed to a hundred meters. It's, it's figuring out and your coach should be also taking this into consideration what your warm up is. Um, what you're leading into um, when you're trying to find what that heavy clean and jerk is, and you're not going to go right into that clean and jerk. You're not going to go right into 250 pounds or 200 pounds or 175. You're going to load up to that and you're going to see, you're going to find what your sticking point is. And yeah, that's what we're here for uh, as coaches uh, is to help you find what that manageable load is. It's still going to, still going to push you. Uh, and we're not always just going to say, uh, I need you to go to the X weight. It's, we, we know who our athletes are and we have that conversation with them. What do you feel comfortable with? What are you doing this week? Um, how did you do on the last run that we've had? Uh, things like that. So there are a lot of different factors that go into figuring out what the right option is, uh, for said person. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And that's, that's a beauty. Then that to me that, that, and I say beauty a lot, but I mean, that's one of the awesome things about what we do is having that conversation and getting in on that personal level with, with everyone that's at the gym um, and knowing, Hey, person X, I, I know that you crushed it last time. So maybe uh, go even faster on the run. So that gives you a little bit more time to slow down and, and get back to the bar and, you can pace yourself a little bit at the bar or other person, you know what you struggled last time. Maybe we dial that run back a little bit and then you can maybe go a little bit heavier on the weight 
because you're not going as far on that run. Yeah. Yeah, no, 100%. Um, then the next thing we look at besides time domain is would be your movement patterns, right? So within CrossFit, we have our um, three different modalities. We have weightlifting, we have gymnastics, and we have monostructural, which is any kind of like running, rowing, biking, stuff like that. Within weightlifting is anything that has a weight. It doesn't have to be a, you know, a bench press or a deadlift or anything like that. It can, it can be a kettlebell swing uh, or a dumbbell snatch. And then within gymnastics, it doesn't just mean like what you see on the Olympics uh, or anything involving rings. It's it's our body weight movements. And then, like I said, the uh, the monostructural stuff is is rowing, running, biking, stuff like that. So in order to preserve movement patterns, um, we might look at, OK, this this person can do uh, can, I'm sorry, can't do this. Mm-hmm. But can we get them moving in a similar movement pattern in order to do that? So simplest thing to think about is, okay, we're doing a squat and people have a hard time, uh, you know, getting it down as, as deep as we want them to or something like that. We might be able to reduce that range of motion by having them squat to a box um, or, 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 you know, squat to something else, right? Um, that's that's something that, that comes in handy for sure. Um Maybe if we have them doing a front squat, they have some issues getting into that front rack position. That's something where we might be able to hand them a dumbbell or a kettlebell and get them in that goblet squat position where the the mechanics are kind of still the same from that front squat. We're getting them to squat. They're getting better at squatting, um, but they don't have that issue with with keeping their, their elbows up right? It's the same for pretty much any movement, right? That we can break down. You've got to clean. Okay. Maybe we have a problem pulling it from the ground. So maybe we're just going to raise that up. We're going to put a couple of plates underneath the barbell or start you from a, from a hang. Um, there, there's, there's a whole bunch of options that comes into play too, with things that are just like, okay, there's not necessarily a range of motion issue or injury or, or something like that. It might just be the you know, uh, the difficulty of the movement, you might not have a double under just yet. So we can do single unders or we can do single unders with a a taller jump. We could do, um, jumping over a line in the gym, just jumping over and jumping back, jumping onto a plate, jumping back. Um, those, you know, some box, uh, I'm sorry, plate step-ups, stuff like that. So again, it doesn't have to be super complex. We're still keeping you in that same kind of uh, movement pattern, but we're changing it up and and, and ideally kind of uh, kind of feeling uh, feeling similar to uh, to what everybody else is doing. Yeah, and I mean, I'm sure you go through this all the time, and you have people that come up to you and say, "Hey, I can't do X," and the fun part is coming up with a different option. And, and seeing them say, oh, yeah, you know what? I could do Y and still, still get my sweat on yeah. and, still, and still get that uh, double under feeling, even though I'm not doing a double under or uh, my back is all kind of wrecked, like you said, from something this week or I, I tweaked it somehow some way. All right, so let's not take that from the floor. You know what we're going to do? We're going we're gonna to raise that up a little bit for you. And you're going to go maybe to just a little bit of a hang on the deadlift. You're just going to stand it up and go halfway down, stand it up, halfway down, things like that. Yeah. 
yeah, keeping people in that same movement pattern. Um, but you know, just, I love that by the way, just coming up with, uh, different options, uh, cause it's a fun game. It really yeah. is. And just to, uh, but we gotta, we, we gotta be on our P's and Q's as coaches because you, you gotta have some sort of, and this is where planning goes into it. You know, when we have these workouts and, uh, it's our job to, uh, you know, have these ideas going into, um, and saying, you know, Hey, Jane might not be able to run. All right. What are we going to do for her? Or somebody just had a quarter zone shot. They're still coming in. You got to come up with something for them. Yeah. And it's our, it's our responsibility. Yeah. That's why we typically start off classes. You know, when we do that whiteboard brief, we typically ask people, Hey, how are we feeling? (laughs) You know, like what's going on? And that's, that's when, uh, that's when somebody has to raise their hand and say, Hey, I, you know, I slept weird. And, uh, you know, yeah, cause I get, I get people because I coach the Thursday Fridays consistently every week, and yeah, I'm, 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 I'm the six a.m. seven fifteen guy, and I and I coach the Thursday Fridays. And by the time I get some of the guys and the gals, uh, they've already had you know Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Uh, they're beat up already, and uh, so these are even though I know them, I see them every week. I know what they're doing. I know what they're capable of. Uh, I know where they're at. I know where their journey is. Where they're looking to go. You still got to check in with them. And uh, you said it best, man. That whiteboard brief is really when, you, when you're when you going over, and I, and I don't mean to steal any of your thunder, um, no. is going over those stimuluses and, or stimuli and uh, having that conversation because it's our responsibility to know. And because you don't want to be halfway into a workout and then somebody say, well, what do I do? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. Last but not least would be complexity. We mentioned it a little bit with double unders, but, um, you know, trying to scale or, or, you know, lower the complexity of, of some movements in order to get that desired stimulus. Um, this goes, like we mentioned, double unders, sometimes it's pull-ups, it's, it's muscle-ups, it's, uh, you know, handstand walking, handstand push-ups, stuff like that. Obviously, we have to be safe. So during workouts, especially workouts that are, uh, you know, timed, um, we're going to have to scale that complexity to preserve that, that desired uh, stimulus. So that's why you might be, you know, getting one or two double unders and we still might say, okay, you know, that was great during our skill work, but let's move, when we move on to this workout, here's what I want you to do uh, during, during the workout. Or, you know, sometimes we'll do, we'll say, okay, take 30 seconds in order to try to get as many because you still might get, you know, just as tired doing that. But but for the most part, we're going to scale that back, scale that complexity back. So you're kind of left feeling the same way as, uh, as everybody else is. Yeah, I mean, listen, you took uh, you took the words right out of my mouth. Is that you're still going to get uh, a complex workout, and to me, that's some of the that's some of the best parts of coaching. Is uh, for example, I think a couple weeks ago, or you know, this past month has really been about gymnastics um, with our programming, and yeah. it's fun to still listen. And I and I say this. To all to all the members, and I say, listen. Some of us may never ever ever get a ring muscle up, but you know what? Let's get the feel of doing it off of your knees or your toes or 
off of a box uh, just because you can't do what Nadia Comaneci or Simone Biles are doing uh, doesn't mean that you can't still test it and you're still going to get a fun time with ring rows or um, bringing the rings to the bar or excuse me, rings to chest and maybe going through uh, dips, things of that and the progressions. Um, so sometimes those are, those are the best times to, to figure out and, and have people uh, try some new shit <laughs> that they may not, uh, they may not do. Yeah. Watch your yeah. feet too. Tony is dropping names. Watch, watch out. Yeah. Watch um, out now. So, watch yeah, out. yeah, no, for, for, um, try some stuff for sure. For instance, you know, today we had some, uh, some time, um, our, our workout involved either air squats or pistols, um, and, uh, and some double unders. So we had some time to work on double unders. We had some time to work on pistols. We had some time to work on some other, um, gymnastic stuff too. And, and just taking that time, that's, that's great to, to practice, right? We're not putting a, a specific time limit on this. So it's not like, Hey, do this many. No, it's just, it's just get a little bit of practice in. So a- after we look at, you know, trying to preserve the, uh, the stimulus of a workout, we break things down to, uh, a couple different ways that will actually like scale, um, the workouts. So the first thing is you might hear us scale, like the total amount of reps that you're going to do, right? If it's something where, you know, like before we said something like, uh, you know, this, this run is supposed to take you this amount of time. Well, it takes Tony that amount of time. Um, and we're just not there yet, we might have to lower or, you know, cut that in half that distance, right? It's taking us, uh, you know, the same amount of time to run a 400 as it takes to, for him to run an 800. We're going to cut that back. Or if we say it's going to be a hundred air squats and it takes Tony 90 seconds and at 90 seconds, we're, we're just at 50 air squats. That's fantastic. But we're going to lower the reps for, for that workout or for the rest yep. of the workout. Yep. Um, yeah. I mean, those are the things. And you and I have, you uh, program for the best and you scale for the rest. Uh, you got to have that, you got to have that idea and you got to, and, and uh, I've said it before, I, I scale if I need to. Yeah. Um, if a workout calls for something that's, holy Lord, what did we have a couple weeks ago? It was something. Yeah, it was with the ring muscle ups. And it said, if you get 10 unbroken, that's when you stop. Oh, yeah, yeah, and I, yeah. And I'm like, what? Yeah. I'll be happy. And that's fresh. Imagine yeah. with a, imagine you're doing other – I forgot what else it was because I blacked oh, out. Oh, yeah. There, there was yeah. some uh, kettlebell swings. There was some biking. There was some yeah. And, yeah. and you're doing all this other stuff and they say, you know what? If you get to 10 – that's when you. That's when you could come off if you do unbroken ten. Uh, yeah. If I get two to three, I'm happy. <laughs> yeah. Unbroken in the middle of a workout with your heart racing. So yeah. yeah, I mean, and no shame in the game. If I get one to two, I'm happy. Uh, so yeah, listen, everyone has something to work on. Oh, for sure. Everyone. For it sure. doesn't matter who you are. Yeah. yeah. No, that's a, that's a good uh, example of, of scaling reps for sure. The, the next thing we would scale would be load. Um, so typically, like, you know, how heavy something is. Um, we look to like make the priority a range of motion, 
not necessarily the load. So it's one of those things where it's like, hey, I can, uh, we might have to lower the weight of the deadlift because you're having a hard time like going all the way down to the floor and coming all the way back up, blah, 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 blah. You can do that. uh, And then as soon as it starts to get a little bit heavy, uh, not so much. So we're going to, we're going to scale back that, uh, that load, change that weight a little bit. Um, and that's fun doing that. And you may, sometimes we, you know, Thanksgiving table and you, you get all that food and you, you, you put it all on your plate and you think you're going to eat it all. And you're like, no, I can't eat this all. It's okay to, it's okay to scale back. You you start out, you start out at a certain weight and if, Round one and two, all right, we're we're good. Round three, uh oh, this ain't good. And then round four or five, that's the way you know we we take that collar off, <laughs> we take a little bit of weight off, and uh, then you're back to where you were rounds one and two, where it was intended to be. Uh, so in the middle of a workout, and you know these are things that we talk about all the time. Hey, hey, you're doing it. You, you keep it to a two minute per round the moment you get to that two and a half three minute let's check ourselves let's let's have that inner dialogue with ourselves and say maybe we need to go down from 115 to 95 during our break uh you know i do that all the time with uh, with our members and you know they're cool about it because guess what we have their best interest in mind and they want to finish the workout as fast as possible because they know that they're busting their ass and if Yes, they may finish the workout uh, at that 115 weight, but if it takes them another five minutes when everyone's already finished it five minutes ago, that's on us. We need to have a better conversation with them. We need to figure out where they should be, and 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 I think that most most members do most most of them. They all realize that we have their best interest in mind for sure. Yeah. Uh, last but not least, um, as we mentioned before. Um, would be to specifically scale that range of motion. Um, again, thinking safety first, but limiting that range of motion um, in order to make sure people are, are as I said, moving safely, right? Um, you, you can see issues with range of motion um, right at the beginning, right? Starting in the yeah. warm up, you can see people, if, if we're just doing a couple air squats to get warm or something or, or overhead squat with a PVC, you can see right away, okay, this, this person has a issue in their shoulders or their hips or their ankle, whatever it is. Um, so the, you know, trying to increase fitness, right? Increase work capacity within this person's current safe range of motion is is the goal right we want that technique over intensity we can push the intensity with other things right get on the bike we'll push intensity because i'm not too worried about your technique but we're not going to push that kind of uh intensity with with uh i'm sorry we're not yeah we're not going to push that kind of intensity yeah, right. we don't have the the technique to do so for instance we might on on some sort of squatting movement we might have you squat to that box like we mentioned before or squat to a medicine ball like on top of a couple plates or something like that especially when it's something where we're doing a whole bunch of reps um you know you got to do karen right it's 150 Mm -hmm. wall walls and (laughs) you're just like losing all control of your 
lumbar curve, like your, your spine when you're, when you're dropping down to do these wall balls. Well, that's something where it's like, okay, let's drop down to this, this medicine ball or this box or something. So we have this cue that tells us like, okay, I'm only going this low. I'm trying to stay under control until I hit that. And then I'm standing up and I'm, I'm still doing the movement, you know, just trying to, trying to change up that range of motion in order to give that person a great athlete. Uh, I'm sorry, great workout and keep them, uh, keep them nice and safe. But why are you single me, singling me out, Coach Mike? I think I have great range of motion. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> we don't. I, I I facetiously say that, but yeah. yeah, I mean, we don't really get that uh, because I think Mike can attest to this. Uh, we know the majority of our members and and where they're at. But yeah. if if it's new person coming in, it's it's having that conversation with them. He. This is why they come to us. Yeah. Uh, That's what I was going to say. I I think whoever, whoever would ask that, that is typically going to be a beginner. Yep. Um, And, and unfortunately they don't realize that how their body is moving. Their, their body Mm -hmm. awareness just isn't there yet. They haven't been, you know, consistently doing these movements for a long enough period of time. Um, And it, it, you know, it takes, it takes, uh, swallowing some pride and, and having some, uh, some awareness to, to come into a gym, to get coached at all. We appreciate that. That's why most people, most people are just like, okay, coach. Yeah. (laughs) But, uh, we, we never just, uh, tell people, Hey, do this and don't tell them why. Right. There's always, (laughs) there's always a why behind it. And, um, there's a few whys. Yeah. Yeah. No, we, we want people to, uh, we want people to be better. So. We love questions. We, yeah. I, I love them. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, from anybody really, because we love this. And if you're coming in at 6 a.m. or you're coming in after a long day of work at 5:30, you love this too. And uh, we're here for you. Uh, you know that the door's always open, even though there's still a sign that says stop, because I know you <laughs> love that sign. Just in case. But, uh, just in case, yeah, you know. Uh, but yeah, no. Listen, uh, we love everything about it, and there is a reason why there are intended stimulus stimuli, and what the intensity is. Uh, it's not just grip and rip and hope and pray. Uh, there's there's a, there's a science behind it. Yeah, and uh, we're here to help out with it. Yeah. And like I said, leave the ego at the door. Um, I scaled mm-hmm. a workout yesterday for load. Because uh, I knew it just wasn't. It, it, it wasn't yeah, man. Bad. No, I um, couldn't walk right. I couldn't walk right for two months. Yeah, sometimes sometimes you just have those days too, where it's <laughs> yeah. like, oh, I've I've done this before. You're like, but I didn't sleep great, or something's not feeling right, or it's whatever. The truth, man. That is so, the truth. So you got to be honest with yourself. You got to remember what we're doing, why we're doing it. Um, we're here to, uh, you know, to, to have a great time, to live long. Um, amazing lives where we're able to do everything we want to do. I, you and, know what I like to say? So I could be able to, you could be able to poo when you're 80 years old. That, okay. <laughs> so you could squat down and get up on your own. Question though, what happens at 81? All right. Then I would say when I want to get to 90. <laughs> All right. That's what happens. I say, I say, don't put mm-hmm. uh, don't put an age on it. Don't put an end on it. We, we right, want, gotcha. we want to be able to, as, as Tony is saying, we want to be able to properly squat. Yep. Um, without you know, assistance. Without assistance um, on our own forever and ever and ever. And that, that's probably why we do a lot of squats, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Tony, always a pleasure. Um, 
Kind sir, thank you so very much. Uh, you know, uh, you know, I love this. We appreciate you guys at home listening. Um, make sure you leave us that five star review; really helps. And uh, we will catch you next time on Apache Fit Radio. Later, y'all. Thank you for listening to Apache Fit Radio. For more information on the podcast as well as everything Apache has to offer, head over to ApacheCrossFit.com to start living your best life.